Well, greetings, entrepreneurs. I want to welcome you to another episode of Savvypreneur Podcast. And in today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the mistakes I made in my business. So if this is something you're interested in, please continue to listen. So I want to welcome you back to another episode of Savvypreneur Podcast. So before I get into mistake number one, I want to kind of lay a foundation because most of the time when an entrepreneur starts out, what's on their mind is basically maybe a product they've, that they have created in their home, maybe a service that they know that they would be good at. Maybe you're a hairstylist, maybe you are a virtual assistant, maybe you gained some type of skill set, maybe working in corporate America, and now you want to create your own business around that skill set, or you want to create your business around maybe a product that you've created on your own. So the first thing is most entrepreneurs have not identified their audience. They don't know who their target customer is, meaning they don't know who it is that they need to offer that product or service to. So most of the times they're trying to offer it to anyone. And that's where the mistakes come in at, because you have to identify who your target audience is. And that's where I'm going to start at with mistake number one. Now, mistake number one, not identifying who my target audience was. When I first came into this space, online space, I didn't identify who my target audience was because at that time, I really didn't even have a product or service in place. I knew I wanted to help entrepreneurs, but I didn't know how it would transpire. I didn't know what type of product or service I was going to create in order for that to happen. But I was at the point at that time creating websites and I was an avid researcher. So I knew that was a skill set that could assist me in helping other entrepreneurs. So my background came from the nonprofit sector because I created a foundation 11, 12 years in, and I was basically helping my community with different needs that they had. So coming into this online space and creating a product or service, I wasn't able to articulate at that time who it was for or what the pain that they were going through and what they were experiencing in order for me to offer them a product or service. So when you first start out, you may know what the product is. You may even know what the service is, but what you have to identify is who is it for? It can't be for everybody because then you're going to lose so many people in your messaging, meaning you're going to lose the main people who that product are services for because you're not creating the right messaging behind it in order to attract them. And I'll give you an example. When you see any type of what I would say promos or people putting out ads, even commercials, and they have a specific product in place. For instance, when you see a Visalign, it's basically for those customers are those people who want straight teeth, those people who want to be able to correct their smile. They want to be able to have more confidence within, you know, going out and meeting people. So they create their messaging around those type of people who are interested in that type of product or service. So that's the same thing with you. You have to make sure that you are creating content and messaging that's going to attract them, meaning that message has to be specifically for them. For instance, if your product or service is for, say, 
busy moms, then you're going to say, hey, moms, are you overwhelmed? Do you need a break? Are you frazzled at the end of the day? Then you're going to use that type of language and messaging because when they see that, it's going to stop them and say, wow, I'm a busy mom. Yes, I'm frazzled. Yes, I'm overwhelmed, overworked. Even if it's entrepreneurs that are solopreneurs and maybe you want to come up on board as a VA or a freelancer to help them. So you can say, hey, entrepreneur, are you juggling so many different projects? Do you need help? Do you need to outsource certain parts of your business so you can get more things done in your business? So you're going to speak directly to that person who that content is for or who that product or service is for. So the first thing in working on your business, I should say, is identifying your audience and what that product or service is going to do to help them. So let's go to mistake number two. Okay, now with mistake number two, and this is something that was basically put out there, but I didn't pay it any attention because basically when people were marketing our businesses, I would say that I came across, they were more so marketing, grow, you know, get 1K in this amount of time or get 5K in your business in 60 days or 90 days. So that was more of where I was gravitating toward. So I wasn't thinking about building an email list, but within some different, I would say, platforms, you know, people were saying build an email list. I didn't realize that that was something I needed because when I guess I looked into it, it seemed overwhelming. I didn't understand really what all it entailed. And just to give you even more transparency, when I started to create an email list based off a, a certain suggestion, I didn't have all of the components, meaning I would create the lead magnet. I would create whatever the free resource was. But then once the people got on my email list, guess what happened? I didn't know the next step to take in order to nurture them. I didn't know anything about building email campaigns. I didn't know anything about creating all of this content and all of these emails ahead of time before I even put it out there for someone to sign up. So in hindsight, I was basically putting the cart before the horse. Even if you have, let's say, a lead magnet that's a checklist, that's maybe even a link to a podcast or a link to a video that is something that is for free in order to capture that email, but you still have to have a nurture sequence in place, meaning you have to have at least six to eight emails that are dripped out over a period of time that's introducing your audience or your people that's on your email list to your business. You're basically introducing them to what it is you do, how you serve them, how you help them. You're sharing even more content with them along the lines of what they've already showed interest in. And then at some point within that relationship, then you are offering them a product or service that can help them with where they need help at. Not because you've just created this specific thing and it has nothing to do with where they're struggling. It has to be in alignment with where their struggle is or else you're going to lose them. So in the beginning... I had people on my email list, but because I didn't think ahead of time, I end up losing them because I was not consistent with emailing them. I was not consistent with even offering them something that would further them along the process because all of that takes work behind the scenes before you even 
put up that landing page for them to opt in. So I hope that makes sense. So let's go on to mistake number three. Okay, now with mistake number three, I was not creating a marketing and content strategy. And this is something that is so important. And if you take the time to sit down and plan out your content and marketing strategy, it will save you so much time and you won't be overwhelmed and you won't be all over the place. So the first thing you need to understand, and I'm going to try to give it to you in a clear picture for as far as a content strategy. So the strategy is this. You have to understand what it is that your audience is struggling with. For instance, if you're in real estate and you know that your homeowners, they're trying to find homes within a good area that maybe they have children, they want a good school district, they want where it's like low crime, they want to be close to maybe shopping centers and places where doctor's offices are. So they really want to be in a place where they can get around without having a hard time, right? So you're going to create content around homeowners who are seeking to have greater accessibility to certain different services within the area. So you're going to put out that type of content. Then maybe you're going to create a lead magnet that's going to help them to know how to go through that process. And before you put up that landing page through your email autoresponder, you're going to go ahead and create those email nurture sequences that's going to help them to understand the process when they're purchasing that home. You're going to tell them what to look for. You're going to tell them you know, what questions to ask or whatever that is. Because if you're looking for them to hire you as the realtor, then once they start consuming your content, then they're going to look at you for the go-to person for that information. Or they're going to look at you to be the person that's going to help them purchase their home. So you have to understand what their needs are. And then now you come up with a way to meet their needs at the free level by giving them access to free information and then at the paid level even if you have like a a a webinar or some type of informational workshop that's going to help them be more equipped even if they're going to a lender to get maybe a loan or whatever that is you're going to help them with that process so i hope that helps you so when you start creating that content strategy you have to make sure that the content strategy and the marketing strategy go together because you can sit back and say, I'm going to create this content strategy for this first quarter or second quarter. And within this strategy, I'm going to talk about these three topics within these three mo- this three-month period. One month will be on one topic, month two will be on another topic, and month three will be on another topic. And then within those three months, I'm going to be offering either my product or services throughout those months. It's going to be maybe the same product or service, but you're going to continue to offer it because this is your, what you say, your flagship course or your flagship, you know, program or whatever that is. But that never changes because you have created that to offer it at that level or whatever. Now you can also have lower cost trainings or lower cost offers 
off of that, maybe something that's maybe like a little quick result or a quick win, but your premium and flagship course is going to be where now people are paying you a premium price, whatever the goal is that you set in your business that you want to reach. And that is where you're going to stay at until you reach that goal. So I hope that helps. So let's go on to mistake number four. Now, mistake number four is not monitoring how your content is performing. And this was something I never did. And it was frustrating because as an entrepreneur, it's basically like you're just going throughout your business blindly. Facebook, Instagram, and I believe um, YouTube, and I'm sure many other platforms, but these are the three that's coming to mind now all have analytics built into the platform, especially if you are on a business account, that will show you how your content is being consumed. It will show you how many views. It will show you if it's men or women. It will show you the times where most of your content is being consumed. It will show you so much information. Now, you have to take that information and you have to utilize it to the best of your ability. For instance, if you know one type of content is getting the most engagement, it's getting more views, it's getting more likes, it's getting more shares, then that means that is where your target audience is basically has a need. And that's where you can go and create your lead magnets, create training courses based off of that data. You can even create polls and questions around it because people are gravitating to that specific type of content. Now, for instance, if you are putting out maybe content, say you put out a good post, but it didn't garner that many views that day. Don't just throw that away. Maybe take that, retweak it, maybe put a different caption, maybe put a different uh, video or photo behind it or whatever, but repurpose it, repost it again. Don't just throw away content that you know is good content. It just means that maybe enough eyeballs didn't see it at the time you posted it. But take note because if you're not going over your data and measuring and looking to see Okay, this post did well. Okay, I'm going to write that down. I'm going to create more content based on this. I'm going to ask questions around this content. I'm going to um ask what what more what, you know, they like to see around this content. And then for content that's underperforming, then you can say, okay, I know this was a good post. I know it had good information. So maybe I will change the font. Maybe I'll change the color. Maybe I will reword how I said it, but I'm still going to put that information out there because you know it was vital information. Certain tools that I use when I am uh, checking for data for my website, I use Google Analytics. I use Metricole. There's another tool that I have that I purchased on my website. And this is something as an entrepreneur that you must invest in. Please invest in data tracking tools, especially if you have a website, because it's going to help you so much. It's going to help you with how much traffic is coming to your site. It's going to let you know what pages they visited, how long they stayed on that page. Um, If you have comments where people can comment, my comments let me know what content to create. When someone comes on my website and they basically say, oh, this helped me out so much. Thank you. I'm going to continue to follow you. I'm going to tell people about your website. Through my content on my website, I right now have 
a contributing writer who's now, you know, assisting me with writing blog posts. And this is how your content can expand to for other people to see that you put out good quality work. So they want to be a part of that. They want to now be able to put in, you know, some some type of contribution to your website because they see that you're garnering you know, engagement. So they want to put themselves out there. And that's just you helping out another business owner, another entrepreneur who's basically trying to come up. So we're paying it forward and helping each other, right? So I hope that that tip helps you because knowing what content to continue to work on and and not is is key to basically leveling up in your business. So now let's go on to mistake number five. Now, mistake number five. Now, this is not investing in your business. When I first started out, I was basically telling myself, oh, no, you're going to go to free route. You're going to YouTube it out. We're not going to pay, you know, for anything. We're just going to YouTube this out. And let me tell you the detriment to that and the mindset. It just shows the mindset that I was in at that time. Because to grow a business means you need to invest in your business. Think about it. If people did not invest in their business through software, through equipment, through just things that you need to even run a business through inventory, then nobody would be in business. So at some point, you're going to have to put money in your business, especially if you're serious about growing your business. One thing about investing your business, it gets you to the next step in your business at a quicker pace, especially if you are one who implements and executes, you know, as quickly as possible. Not one who just purchases something, looks at it, it's overwhelming, you don't know what to do with it, so you just sit it on the shelf and now you're off to the next thing that somebody has to offer. When I see and I fell into this trap. When I see entrepreneurs that say, hey, you know, get this product or get this course, you know, it will help you make five to six figures, um, you know, in, in 60 days or 90 days. And we go for those bright, shiny objects, right? But the thing about it is a lot of us don't have a foundation built within our businesses to amass that, even that dollar amount. Because we're still have not laid the foundation of even knowing who our audience is. We don't have really a good product in place because we have not even brought the product to market to see if it is even needed within the marketplace. And then when entrepreneurs make that statement, that bold statement, like five to six figures within 60 to 90 days, it's it's really a big statement, a bold statement to make. And why is that? Because they have no idea what your schedule is. They don't know if you're a solopreneur. Do you have a team? They don't know the resources that you have. They don't know if you're consistent, if you're, you know, a consistent person who's going to continue to work on that business till you see that dollar amount. And they don't know your level of commitment. And then the other part of that is... You can purchase, let's just say, you can purchase a course for $1,000, but does that mean you still have to put more money into that specific project in order to get out of it what you want? Meaning, do you have to now pay for ads? Is there another component that you have to pay for on the back end that you didn't foresee because you just spent the money for the information, but within that information, there's other components that you still have to come out of pocket with? So... I am a big 
advocator of telling entrepreneurs that you need to invest in your business, but I'm also one that says you have to be very smart in how you invest in your business. The first thing is you need to know first and foremost where are you in your business? <clears throat> what stage are in your are you in your business? If you're in the beginning stages where you don't have an email list built or you don't have any followers yet, then you need to invest in either a training that is going to help you show you how to build an email list or how to grow your um, accounts or things of that nature that's going to help you lay that foundation. <clears throat> if you're in the place where you now have a good following that you have a, a good email list, now you're going to have to start determining the dollar amount, what you want to amass in your business. Then you're going to have to talk about maybe sponsorships. Maybe you want to um, be an affiliate for someone. Maybe you're going to deal with certain brands because now you have a great amount of followers that brands now want to work with you. So now you can help them and, and in turn, you know, it's 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 a workable situation. But you have to understand as a business owner where you are and what resources do you have in order to see your business go to the next level? Don't do what I did in the beginning, spending out of alignment of your business. Because what it does is it hurts It hurts you. Now, I won't say it's, it's a lesson learned, but what it does is it doesn't free up the resources that you could have used for something that you needed that could have been implemented right then and there. For instance, instead of me buying a program or training for how to get to 1 to 5K within, say, 60, 90 days, I should have took that money and purchased how to build an email list, how to grow an email list, how to how to get more followers, because that's where I was in my business, because to get to one to 5K, meaning I needed to have a product in place, I needed to have a service in place, and I needed to be able to have somebody on my email list that I could offer that to. So we don't want to put the cart before the horse because doing that makes us now, you know, some entrepreneurs just totally give up and they feel like, oh, this is too hard. I can't do this. But you can do it. You just have to understand where what it is that you want to do in your business, where you want to go in your business, and find the coach, find the mentor, find the program, find the membership that's going to help you get to that specific goal, to meet that goal. So as I'm closing out, I just want to go over some key points before I close this out. And then I have an offer that I want to offer you because this way, if you are one who struggles with creating content, then I am going to be offering you an offer. So stay tuned for that. So let me just go over some key points. The first one is identify your target audience. That's the first thing. Make sure you know who they are. Make sure you understand what your product does for them and how it serves them. The next thing is build that email list. Learn everything that you can about building an email list. You can visit my website at michellecraleigh.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-C as in cat, R-I-L-E-Y.com. There I have so much information on building an email list for free. So you can go ahead and start working on that. The third thing is start creating a marketing and content strategy. So this way you have a system in place that will continue to work for you around the clock. Four, make sure you have some type 
of data collecting tool. There's free tools out there. If you have a website, Google Analytics, you can use. Metrical is good. It, they do have a free plan that if you're on like uh, YouTube, I think all the popular um, platforms that you can basically monitor with Metrical. So go ahead and check that out. And the fifth one is invest in your business but only where you need it at at this point in time in your business so this way you can get to the next level quicker than you just remaining where you are so stay tuned for that offer well greetings entrepreneurs I developed a course for you that will help you to get out of overwhelm and frustration, and it's called Creating Content That Converts. Now, this course is a five-module course, and what it entails is taking you step-by-step step through developing your content strategy, giving you examples of how to basically create content for your audience that's going to convert into leads. So you can go ahead and you can visit the link at bit.ly that's bit.ly forward slash create quality content now again that's bit.ly bit.ly forward slash create quality content now and if you have trouble and you struggle with creating content this will give you the clarity that you need to get started so go ahead and click that link so you can learn more about it